On this week's Inside Marketing, I'll be talking about creativity and I'll be talking about whether Ireland is a nation rich in creativity. And maybe that's an opportunity we should tap into on an international basis rather than try and pitch ourselves as a technology haven. I will be joined by Charlie Stoney, CEO of IAPI, and Sean Hines from Bonfire as we talk about the work that IAPI is doing to promote creativity within our agency. That's only on this week's Inside Marketing. The Inside Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Dentsu and Irish Times Media Solutions. Hello and welcome to this week's Inside Marketing and I am delighted to be joined by two heavyweights from the industry and I don't use that lightly. I am delighted to be joined by Charlie Stoney who's CEO of IAPI. Good good afternoon, Charlie. How are you? Good afternoon, Dave. Thank you so much for having me on. No, this is, this it, is exciting. It's great to have you on. And I'm also delighted to be joined by Sean Hines, who is double jobbing. He's president of IAPI and he is also the creative director and co-founder of Bonfire. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? I'm doing great, Dave, and I'm uh, looking forward to this. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a podcast virgin, so... Well, we gr- great. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, that we're taking your podcast virginity. That's great. Exciting stuff. Charlie, you've been on before, um, and we, we'll get into it in a minute, but like, how's things going with the agencies? Because I notice you have a black eye there. Is everything going well? Is it tough times <laughs> with, the, with the agencies? <laughs> yes, it wasn't. Can I remind you, Dave, you may have forgotten this, but the last time I did your podcast was the 12th of March, 2020. We came into the podcast studio to do the podcast. We came out and it was like the Marie Celeste in Dentsu because everybody had been sent home by the Taoiseach. That's right. That's right. Was it that close? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was, I think back on that and I was going like, I I was doing all the podcasts in person, which was just, grossly unproductive trying to arrange diaries and everything so now we're now we're doing them virtually which is just far better but uh, yeah no this is your second time on and probably too long since you've been on given you know your role and given how what this marketing podcast is all about so it's great to talk to to two people who are heavily connected in with you know with the industry and, and kind of whose role it is to promote the industry so we'll crack on because you're both busy people um, and well this week as I would have said in the intro we're going to talk about creativity and we'll cover a number of different things and and it is a topic that comes up quite a lot on this podcast it comes up and it comes up in lots of different guises you know I've spoken to lots of creative people so it is something that I think even though I my background is media we, we do talk about creativity and sometimes the lack thereof to, I'll be honest with you what's happened in the industry quite a lot so before we get into that I want to just start talking about IAPI. Um, just look, I'm sure everyone knows you, Charlie, but maybe it's like people who are in agencies know you know you and know what IAPI do quite well, but maybe a lot of people listening are clients or even marketing students who may not be as familiar. So um, question I have is, you know, so we have a, quite an evolved industry. So how do you prioritize, you individually and also IAPI, um, prioritize your folks to suit all of your members? Because it's quite complicated. I, I said, like, there's media, there's creative, there's events, there's PR, design, digital. There's a lot of different agency disciplines in there. Um, and it's hard to keep everybody happy because, you know, I'd said before, IAPI feels a little bit more maybe creative and it's not the case. So how do you manage all that? How do you balance that? Well, I think the first thing um, I wanted to do when I came on board four and a half years ago now, I think it is, um, the was to look externally uh, as opposed to look internally. Because I think by looking internally, you can get caught up in the, 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 the ins and outs of the agencies themselves, when actually the job for an organization like our is to look externally and promote 
um, to our key stakeholders, mm-hmm. and that's government, that's brand owners, and that's in the international markets. So there's there's a two-pronged goal, really. One is to bridge the gap between the C-suite and marketeers themselves and, and our own members, agencies. No matter what those agencies do, we're still in the marketing advertising ecosystem. Um, and then the second goal is, is really to promote Ireland as a center of excellence for brands, who target not just our domestic market, but also the international markets. Um, and, and so, you know, we have various things that we do to cover that, um, in, including the, the whole Ireland where creation was native piece that, that Sean's going to talk about. Um, and then underneath that, we have sort of strategic pillars that I suppose will be more of what we do for our members on a day-to-day basis. So slightly that more internal focus. And one is about how we are addressing the climate challenge through mm-hmm. sustainability, and, and that's all about Adnet Zero, how we are addressing the talent crunch, um, keeping our people, you know, keeping morale up, et cetera, and that's all sort of the people talent focus. And then, and, and that includes obviously um, DEI, et cetera. And then how do we actually grow the industry? And that, I suppose that's all of the external, you know, interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there you have it. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on. And I know we just talked about the last time you were, the last time you were on the podcast, I think we were talking about the Effies. Um, if I remember correctly, that was the, the, the kind of the, the big thing that we were talking about and, and championing the effectiveness of advertising, because I mean, it is seen as, as, as a cost rather than investment too often. Um, so promoting effectiveness is a big thing that, that IAPI do. And I suppose a key component of the effectiveness of advertising is the creativity behind advertising. That's partly the reason why I wanted to, to talk to the two, the two of you today, um, because there is a the initiative, which well, we'll talk about creativity generally, but the initiative that you just mentioned there is um, Ireland Where Creative is Native. So can you tell me a little bit about that, Charlie? Let's start with you. What is this initiative? And then, Sean, maybe you can come in and, and give me a bit more colour and detail behind it. So what is it, Charlie? I mean, I'm, I'd have a guess. I'd know what it is based on the title, but get, come on, tell me tell me your well, version I, of it. I think um, Sean is probably the best person to explain the, the detail behind Ireland where creation is native. But if I just talk on the, the need um, that we believed, um, all the members believed, and the board in IAPI believed it, that we needed some sort of motivational vehicle to unite everybody um, and for people to sort of get behind. And, and that was sort of for various reasons that we wanted to attract, attract talent into our industry. Uh, we wanted recognition um, from international brand owners, and we wanted to build confidence in our sector mm. because um, Really, I think that was the one thing that I noticed coming into IAPI was the lack of confidence in our own creativity, which was extraordinary, really, when you think of how good it it, it really is. I'm just going to hand over to Sean now because I think he's kind of... Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I I, I suppose there was the the drive to promote Ireland as a centre of excellence for commercial creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess the first... uh, the first part of that journey was to say, okay, well, we're not going to call it that then because 
Mm. That's that's not remotely creative. So um, so I was keen from the outset to try and have a campaign theme, you know, like all great themes that that maybe has a bit of inspiration behind it. So to begin that journey, I mean, it was a blank page. I got in touch with quite a few creatives across the industry, kicked it about, consulted it. And um, so we came up with a number of themes and, and campaign names, uh, one of which was Ireland, where creative is native. And when we presented the names to the Growth Council at IAPI, it was the one that everyone just immediately went for. Um, you know, I, I think it clearly touched on the creative legacy. I think that's that, that's an absolute given, the creative legacy that we have here as a country. But I mean, equally important for me was that it was it's uh, hopefully saying that Ireland as a place is where creativity is valued. You know, it's mm. a place where creativity has always been and always will be valued. So regardless of where you might be from, Ireland as a place is a place that fosters and encourages creative thinking. Mm. Um, so, so, so that that was the the, the beginnings of the um, of, of the campaign. So we we got to that bit. Yeah, and so because I I get it, and I, I when I think of, when I think about IAPI, I sometimes wrongly think about it kind of inwardly self self serving the people in this market and promoting Irish create you know, commercial creativity to Irish um, clients, if you will. Um, mm. But this isn't, this platform, and we'll, there's a specific competition we'll get to in, in, in a little while when we talk about that, but this, this as a platform, while it is about, you know, it's not about promoting creativity per se amongst Irish, it, it kind of runs deeper than that. So I'm right in saying this is a, this is about promoting Ireland as a kind of a, as a, a, a place rich in creative, in, in creativity. So, what, why did why did we decide what we, we he says I wasn't involved yeah, yeah. why did we decide you decide that or IAPI decide that we needed to promote that what was it where did this come from what was the thinking behind this saying you know what we need to promote Ireland outside of Ireland what what drove that what led you to that well I mean I suppose ultimately this is uh, an exported initiative now look we, we're not kidding ourselves here we don't we're not expecting that that we're going to pull all of the UK's business in here. But there is a recognition that uh, the more we shape the conversation, and, and you know, it's definitely working. You talk, I mean, we were in Cannes, and it is it is absolutely now accepted that Ireland is a really, really strong place creatively. So the more that conversation goes about, the more difficult it becomes, let's say, if a CEO happens to be talking to, could be an Irish client that's mm. currently using an English agency, for example. Mm-hmm that the more it's difficult for the question to be answered, oh, well, why aren't you using an Irish agency? Yeah. So that's the low-hanging fruit. But also, a lot of Irish agencies are getting international work. Yeah. Um, not necessarily through this initiative, but it certainly helps that that the conversation is right up there to say, we're, we're, we're up there. Yeah, because when I heard about it, I'd say like, it's a really smart initiative because I mentioned before I, I've I've spoke some some big people in the industry, um, John Hegarty and Rory Sutherland. That's something I've asked them. You know, there's there's this line. I'm sure you, I'm sure you both know it. That that great advertising finds itself in the truth. Um, and you know, I've like we are in what's undeniably in our DNA as a as a nation of storytellers and creative people and musicians. We punch above our weight in these things enormously. Now. I know why the government, like we're kind of rebranding ourselves in, in classic um, advertising um, parlance. We, we've kind of 
we've redesigned, re repositioned ourselves, and we, and we want to be tech-friendly. Th that's quite smart in the sense that we want to attract FDI, foreign direct investment, in terms of, um, in terms into this market. And we're, we're, we're trying to peddle ourselves as a nation rich in, in technological and intellectual capital. But it always felt like it was opportunistic, right? And, and it, back to that point about we're all advertising people, how great advertising finds itself in the truth. I, I I pose this question to to John Hegarty and Rory Sutherland going, do you do you think we're missing a trick as a as a nation to not kind of look at us like London is a center of excellence for advertising generally because HQ's there. But like yeah. I always ask, do you not think we're missing a trick? Should we not double down on that creative spirit that we have? And I know what commercial yeah. creativity is one thing. Um it's not what this is designed to do to actually you know, not 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 come on change how how the T-shock is presenting this or, or anything like that, but to, to really kind of say, you know what, there's something here. It's something that we can we can stand over. It's in our DNA. It's ownable, and we're bloody good at it. So, is that what this is all about? Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's actually a really really interesting and really pertinent question because it's it's exactly because this is built on the truth that sometimes it feels like we're pushing out an open door with this message. Um, people in, in Ireland and abroad simply accept without question that Ireland is a creative country. Mm. Uh, I mean, we punch way above our weight in almost every aspect of the arts that you can think of internationally. Um, you know, and, and no offence to, to any other countries, but it's it would be hard to imagine that that this campaign theme could be as easily accepted for mm. Belgium or Germany yeah. or, <laughs> or Scotland even. Yeah. And, and, and genuine. But whereas when we say it with regard to Ireland, it's like zero question. And mm. the other thing that's really equally important is that it's absolutely true today of our commercial creativity. Mm. Um, I mean, Ireland has been winning major international creative awards in recent years um, at a level, you know, that means we have the confidence to now say, come and take a look at the work, mm -hmm. you know, so so the reality is there to back it up as well. So it's very much built on on, on a, a truth legacy yeah. and, and, a, and a truth that's reflected in our yeah, as I say, and it's really smart. So I know I I don't know what at what point we'll we'll chat about the competition in a minute because I, there's the platform which is the whole initiative, and, it, and, you, and yeah. you, you've used the word there a campaign. So I mean, it's not just a campaign. So can you tell me um, how do people get involved? Is it open to anybody? Like apart from it being a campaign to promote Ireland, is that it? Is yeah. it an ad campaign that we'll put out in the world and we'll 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 talk at Cannes or whatever? Or yeah. or have you been involved with with local creative agencies and people from the from the business? How involving is it with people, and how does anybody get involved? What what are the kind of strings to the bow of this as an initiative? Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the, the fundamentals of it are the, the the creative platform, and and it came about directly from Ireland's creative community, and the like the, the creative directors have taken a huge ownership out of this. So like we held. Just pre-COVID, we held a sort of a, a town hall style meeting with leading creative agencies from member agencies um, to discuss, well, what's the best way to promote Ireland? And mm -hmm. we, we literally had, again, a blank page, no, no ideas. And there was discussion about, you know, do we do an ad campaign? Do we all get together and use our thinking user? And ultimately, there was an overriding feeling that, you know what, like our... our work there's no point in talking the talk let's walk like it's our work that's 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 actually there because you can you can talk as much as you like about it mm. so that's how the um the idea of well let's do something with work and then there was a breakthrough suggestion at the meeting 
that somebody said, well, what if we, you know, had a platform for our work, but it was displayed anonymously. So each agency. um, And I think that was a cornerstone of making the the, the platform a genuine national portfolio that no other country has has done before or, or or since so so in terms of the, the clear platform that's that's the basis of, of, of what was behind that oh i want to just say something at that meeting it was it was an extraordinary moment because what it meant was that we had a room full of creative directors who were thinking country before agency yeah which was exactly what Sean and I were hoping they would do. <laughs> yeah. But it was just brilliant to hear it from them. So that, now, that's great, yeah. There is one other thing I'd probably like to say, because we've got an awful lot of international talent in our creative community, um, and there has been a little bit of pushback in terms of the phrase creative is native. And I guess to Sean's point, this is not saying that it's all about the Irish creative people, Mm. it's about Ireland being a creative place to work in. So that phrase to us was never about isolationism, never about just Irish creatives. Mm. It was about Ireland where creative is native. In other words, you will become, you know, you you will get enthused or you will get, um, sorry, inspired and come to Ireland. I just wanted to make that. Yeah, point. no, that's a great point because I can see how pe- people could feel that, like, it's a little bit like the guaranteed Irish stuff, where promoting the guaranteed Irish runs foul of of um, your e- EU compliance and this um, one Europe. So, uh, so uh, I mean, I really like that idea because agencies were competitive by nature, and you know, so the idea that that we that that everybody could come together to promote. The greater good, as it were, as it were. So, what what is the the showcase? Where is it? Where how does it? How is it showcased? Um, and where is it showcased? Where can people see it? Is it is it is it in printed form? Is it yeah? Where does it's, it exist? It's, it's it's in online form. It's uh, it's basically a website called creativeisnative.com. And um, how, how it works is again, it's all very democratic. Is submissions are open to member agencies. We do it about once a year. Um, limited to three Um, and then the work is judged by the creative directors so every agency has just one essentially one vote Mm -hmm. there is a numeric equation whereby you know we try and um, uh, set the bar at 70% or something but essentially what we say to the creative directors is do you think this piece of work is world class and and can represent Ireland globally and uh, you know I don't know the exact percentage but I think only about 20% of the work that's submitted ends up right. on the platform so it really is um uh, uh, you know uh, just a really fantastic and the work there is 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 great so it means then when we go to promote ireland i mean charlie's been doing some amazing work we've, we've got um you know we're doing a lot of pr work a lot of uh getting irish creatives abroad a lot mm-hmm. of uh so there, there is some if, if people are curious about this whoever it may be there is a bedrock and there's a place mm-hmm. to go and say yeah you're not you're not making this stuff up. Look at that work. And is it is it fair for me to ask and give any examples of some of the work that's representative or is that kind of unfair to the spirit of it for you to call out any? Uh, um, well, do you know, I mean, what I would say is that the work cuts across... Um, a lot of different styles, mm-hmm. like, and, and not not surprisingly, I mean, there is there is the likes of some classic Irish humor stuff, such as the 
Paddy Power, uh, Cheltenham yeah. Ad with Colin Meany. There's, you know, and the Poxy Chores stuff for, for Gas Networks Ireland. There's there's some deeply emotional pieces. And again, this is quite reflective mm-hmm. of what we're like as a country. You know, uh, you know the likes of... Um, there's this a Swim Ireland ad called Daddy Look, which is always quite devastating. And then emotionally, in a different way, there's like HSE Quick Campaign with mm. the I Will Survive song. And there's some really clever initiative style campaigns, such mm. as the JFK on Silence for the Times. There's Three's Connected Ireland and Imposter the Dress Point campaign. So there's there's a, a real wide variety of styles mm. of, uh, and there's there's TV campaigns and there's press and there's right. you know initiatives and all 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 different types of stuff in there. All right. Well, that, it sounds brilliant. So, um, like, first of all, congratulations to, to both because it's great to see. And we are better when we come together, when we can do these things and, and we everybody can win. So, but it is great to be thinking outside. We'll talk about this in a little bit, to be thinking kind of bigger than um, what sometimes feels like the dogfight of going head to head against your local competitors to get a bit of Irish business because the budgets are small. Um, Charlie, it feels like such a brilliant initiative question is have you reached out to government like the idea of um getting grants from this and getting you know promoting ireland as a good at anything to but attract any kind of foreign direct investment sounds like a good thing to me um have you reached out to government how has that gone i'm so I- glad i'm so glad you asked that dave yes we have um, and no, the check is uh, in the post, is it? It's and the check is in. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "How do you think I went to Cannes, Dave?" That's what that... <laughs> <laughs> so. I think I think we we are um, making inroads into government, but it is very very slow pro- progress. Um, collectively, um, the, the marketing community um, and ourselves, uh, IAPI are stronger together. So a lot of the lobbying that we do with government is trying to do collective lobbying. Um, It is a constant frustration and huge disappointment to me that for an industry that represents 1 billion euro to the Irish economy, that we are given absolutely no traction Mm. with government whatsoever and we're not invited to the party. So, Mm. for example, um, the Irish, an amendment was made to the Irish Languages Act just recently and not one stakeholder was invited to collaborate um, with government before the legislation was actually passed, which is hugely disappointing. And and symptomatic of the of the I suppose the view that they might they might hold of our industry um, when in fact you know we could do um, a huge amount of good both in terms of pushing consumers towards responsible consumerism towards promoting Ireland as a centre of excellence creatively which is exactly what we're trying to do with this initiative. Um, and it is very disappointing. Mm. Um, but don't you worry, I will keep trying. Mm. And uh, it's interesting to note that um, only yesterday, uh, a man was released from prison following the results of a podcast, um, Adnan Syed. So who knows, David? Maybe right. if you're... If you're I think that was. I think that's the power. one that got me into podcasting in the first place, and, and that was go. that was one of the. Was that serial or am I getting that wrong? It was serial. It was serial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they, look, podcast. If you're if you're expecting this podcast to change the world, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're going to be sorely disappointed. But you know what? If anyone's listening and they've any kind of political sway or influence, I think it's you know getting the message out there is good because it's it's because it's brilliant when we do these things. Um, now I knew about I heard about this because. 
the Irish Times are a partner on this podcast and they are a partner involved on a competition that's running as part of this. It's not the platform itself, but there's a specific competition. So, um, Charlie, how what other partners are involved? Because in, obviously promoting this is, is a big thing. So so who who helps promote it or showcase it? And what role do the Irish Times play? And, and do the Irish Times just play a role in driving competition in Ireland or are they helping to, to kind of spread this word further afield, not just about the competition? Now, I think the Irish Times are have been an absolutely fantastic media partner for us in this, and and partner full stop. Um, they they came they they approached us actually um, when they when they first heard about this initiative because I think from from their perspective it it bridges the gap. Um, between the sort of the Irish Times, it.com, and the group mm. Irish Times, and the marketing and advertising community in a very positive way, as opposed to a purely commercial way. And for us, of course, it was about promoting it through a media owner um, that ha- was highly reputable and and targeted business people outside of the marketing community. So mm-hmm. it was a kind of win-win, plus the fact that they have this huge diaspora which reads, um, yeah. you know, it.com and subscribes to it.com. So for us, it was it was it was a no-brainer. And what we do is we create a series of articles, really interesting articles that are based on interviews with the Irish um, creative. Um, commercial creative community um, and they could be so for instance last month's um, article was all around female creative leaders mm-hmm. in our wonderful um, in our wonderful industry because we are starting to index higher than many other European countries with the, the number of female creative leaders we have um, because uh, traditionally um, female creative leaders have been a tiny percentage of, of the advertising and marketing community. So there's, there's, you know, and then we feature young up-and-coming creators and we also feature Irish marketeers um, and creative people who do well internationally and, and how their Irishness and the, the, the training they got in Ireland has helped their international career. So mm. um, that's been hugely helpful. And we also work with Little Black Book, who, who are an online um, creative um, media who specifically target the creative community um, and are widely read globally from South Africa to Australia to New Zealand to the US. Um, and, and that is really about targeting talent more than mm. anything else. Very good. Um, Sean, I'm going to talk about yeah. the competition now for a second because there's an sure. actual kind of ring fence competition that runs as part yeah. of the Irish Times. Like I know how people get involved and they submit work and that, but talk to me about this specific competition that you, that IAPI do with with the Irish Times, that collaboration. Um, how does it work? Who can enter? Uh, who who decides? Is there one winner? Or just give me like yeah, um, sure, yeah, no, no problem. I mean, look, the the, the competition aimed at what we're kind of calling Ireland's hidden creatives. So you know, ideally, not not professionals, it might be students, it might right. be anything, anything. Um, and what we're asking them to do is to submit ideas for an ad to promote mm-hmm. and celebrate Ireland as being a global hub for creativity. Oh, Essentially, it's almost like an ad for Ireland where yeah. creative native now it's really open to anyone because um we're not looking for finished ideas or polished ads but genuinely it's all about ideas because you know even if it's a, a 
copy line, a scribble, a, a, an audio file, because the winning ad is going to, you know, an idea is an idea mm-hmm. and it will be spotted as being a really good idea. So the winning ad is going to get support from the Irish Times content studio and one of Ireland's leading creative directors to help bring that ad up to a world-class standard. Um, so it's going to be promoted across the Irish Times and the details will all be on a particular competition page about the brief, etc. Essentially, those submissions will be super simple. It'll just be by email. Brilliant. Um, and then there'll be a few rounds of judging to bring it to a shortlist, which will then be put forward to a panel of like leading industry creatives and various stakeholders to decide upon the winner. Very good. So, and and most importantly, from a from a purely mercenary point of view, the winner receives a five thousand euro bursary from the Irish Times. That would go towards either their education, art supplies, or pints, or pints in a pub across the road from the Irish Times, whatever. Yeah, well, that is creative. Yes, know. it is. Nice it is. Up. Well, that was my next question. I was going, yeah, that all sounds great. But what do I get out of it if I win? But no, genuinely, it's brilliant because, like, you know, students, clients, you don't have to be in a creative agency. Even media people who often think creative and um, being a creative is is far easier than it really is so even media people can test their creativity absolutely, and get involved in this absolutely. Um, is it open at the moment and uh, like has it been running has it been launched how how long and, and, and like, have you seen a flood of entries in already uh, yes it's open at the moment and not sure. I, d- I think it's just opened mm-hmm. um, it has so. just opened so it's probably a little bit too early to see how it's doing we're expecting a lot of entries though um, and all the details um, of this can be found on either iapi.ie or it.com under Ireland where creative is native. Right. Yeah. No, I have to say, I love that. I, I, I love that this whole thing, by the way, both the platform and the competition. I think it's great and you've got to be commended for doing it. So, um, so you can find, so if, if people are interested, you said there's, there's, they can find it on iapi's website. Yeah. If they're yes. interested in this specific thing. Okay. Excellent. Um, I'm going to go back and just talk about not the competition, but the broader platform for a minute. Um, so, you know, this idea, Ireland, you know what we mean, we're creative as native. Um, and Charlie, we, we spoke off Mike, I think it was last week, and you mentioned some initiatives that, that IAPI were looking at around promoting this. Um, you know, would, would Britain leaving, leaving the EU, we are possibly more, there's an opportunity here for us to kind of, to, to kind of, engage that creative com- the creative community and position Ireland as being an English-speaking country within the EU that can be a centre for creativity of brands who need it. And as I would expect, you mentioned Paddy Power, our, our kind of wit and charm, there's a levity involved in kind of a cheekiness involved in how we might how we might approach that on an angle. But some of the stuff you, you spoke about, Charlie, I'd love to hear about some of the tactics, how we are promoting um, this kind of opportunity or how, how we're pitching, even in the UK or even further afield. So whoever wants to take start yeah, on that I mean, one. We always wanted to take this on the road, for want yeah. of a better expression, because, and that was our plan. And then, of course, COVID hit. So, yeah. let's bang on too much about that. And then the Irish Times really came to the rescue with, with this wonderful way of, of using kind of, you know, editorial um, across the board, and as did Little Black Book. And so now it's, yes, let's get on the road again. So, um, we have a slightly tongue in cheek uh, working title for something that we're planning next next year. I'm not going to even say which month because I don't want anyone to hold me to it because it's all in the planning stages. But we kind of have an idea of, of putting on something in London um, that we are calling Move Over London. And um, Sean actually. <laughs> Sean. 
very entertaining ideas of how to get attention. And this, oh, and yeah. Sean, this is one, by the way, yeah. you know the way when creative agencies are always moaning about yeah. clients, go, oh, you know, we had loads of great ideas, but they wouldn't take... You've no one to blame on this one now. The creative industry, <laughs> you're your own. if this is rubbish, I mean, it's, it's uh, only, you can't blame absolutely. a client here. Sorry. Yeah, we're just blame Sean. Just blame Sean. Oh, Sean. It's your it's your neck yeah. on the line here. So sell it to me. Give me give me because I, I no, love this. No excuses on this one. I mean, just I mean, just to roll back a little bit. I mean, one of the reasons we thought let's pick London first is first of all, there it there are more Irish business people and marketeers outside of Ireland in London than anywhere else in the world. So right. in terms of potential for this message to land, it's the number one place. But the timing in terms of, I mean, first of all, to have an event is cheeky. Mm. Um, there to say Ireland is where creative is native. But what we also want to do, I mean, look, sometimes, you know, you have to be seen to make the abroad before you're taken seriously at home, mm. you know, and I think that's, that's well established. So what we'd love to do is just stir up some debate by so for example if we ran some cheeky out of home uh in the heart of london's creative uh, you know adlan district essentially claiming that ireland is now europe's leading english-speaking creative capital right. now that's 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 not going to lie comfortably mm. and let the debate roll because here's the thing about it we have nothing to lose from that conversation mm. and the reason why it's true mm-hmm. And and it will be very uncomfortable. And I think there's a good chance that I mean, look, it's no no, no more than the the um, the, the supermax ad in in uh, in time, Times Square. It's about the traction you yeah. pick up back here at home and abroad. Um, so it's a bit of a stunt, really. Mm. But I think the further the the the, the more fun you have, and the louder that you say it, and the more attention you get to it, because it's built on the truth. The mm-hmm. more traction the message gets, and we can't lose from this conversation. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, it's, it sounds a bit. You mentioned Paddy Power. You know, it's mischievous. It sounds a bit mischievous and a bit. And and I think, yeah. but, but 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 the opportunity is no joke. I mean, I know you can have fun with the execution, but there is a real like. There's a real yeah. kind of prize here, or something to go after, isn't there? Like, isn't it? We're not doing it just to have a laugh and you know have a bit yeah. of a, a, no, no, a no, 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 no. There's a, there's a serious strategy yeah. that sits behind it. And, and um, you know, because I think given the, the ecosystem that we have, you know, within IAPI, we've got media agencies, creative agencies, events agencies, PR agencies, communication agencies, strategy businesses, um, digital-only businesses, which are becoming rarer, I suppose. But the point being that, you know, it's – we all – bask in the reflected glory of the creative reputation. Mm. Okay. Now, for media, for, for media agencies, um, the international work has been there for some time and is increasing mm-hmm. as the talent pool here get recognized, um, it, it, you know, for, for, their, for their abilities. And, 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 and we still have one of the best you know, education systems in Europe. So, so that's that's well-founded. And then you've got the sort of dizzy heights of some of our creative agencies who won abroad. Mm. I think you've also now got um, the wonderful work that the events industry are doing. And in fact, the Irish Times are just about to um, publish uh, another of our articles interviewing our events agency members and about their work that they do internationally and how much and how quickly they gained international re- reputations um, from virtual 
um, events. Mm. So you've got the likes of Fuel, you've got Verve, Verve yeah. you've got Catapult, and you've got Honey and Bugs, mm. all of whom now have a really strong foothold in the United States. Yeah, yeah, because I had someone on for Verve and they were talking about that, the opportunity that COVID presented um, you know, while what was crippling for their for an events business in Ireland when you couldn't put on events, but actually the 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 you know the the opportunity that came as an unintended consequence was that they could pitch for business further afield. So actually, you know, it, it, they made the most of it. Um, like I, I love the idea of I love the idea. I kind of I can't wait to see what we do because I say that will be a fun campaign. Creative people collaborating to promote um to promote creativity, and particularly you know. Poking, no, no offense, Charlie. Poking a bit of fun at the Brits sometimes, you know. No, 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 no. I'm Irish. Oh right, I I'm thought you, I thought you, I thought you British. Well, we'll edit that bit out. No, I'm not remotely. I've just got this really dodgy accent. Okay, Sorry well, I'm going to leave it in then. I'm going to leave it in so people, so people will have been corrected. That's 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 my bad. But like, I just you just sounded so grand and so proper. I said that, that's that's what somebody who speaks proper it sounds like. So, well, that's good to know. Um, we leave it in or we take it out, whatever. Well, I'm just we'll see. a member of the stranded gentry. Ah, I see. Very good. Well, like it is brilliant because it is, you know, it's fun. It's in our DNA to have this kind of fun. But I, I guess, Charlie, there, there are probably other opportunities like the idea of promoting Ireland to the UK. They're near, it's, it's you know, they're, they're English speaking, they're on our doorsteps. It, it, it's an obvious place to go. I didn't realise there was such a high proportion of um senior marketeers in, in London, so which makes sense again. But I, I, I know, because I'm involved in one of the industry bodies, the SAI, I know how bootstrap industry bodies and organisations can be. So while I do not doubt for a second um, the market or even the ambition, the question is, do you have budget or bandwidth to go beyond London with this? And what what, what are the plans? Because you guess people give up their time voluntarily, mostly for IAPI. So, Charlie, let's start with you on that one. Is there a plan to go further afield or, or you know, yes, get London I mean, out of the way and see how we get on? Yes. I mean, look, uh, at the end of the day, um, as I said, we always wanted to take this on the road. Um, do, do, it, right sitting here right now, do we have the budget or the bandwidth to take it to the States or, you know, to, to Australia or, or South Africa? No. Um, but... In IAPI, and the board will agree with me, it's not necessarily about saying what can't we do now. It's about what should we do? Mm. What is the right thing to do? What's our focus and our priority? And what is best for our members? And if all those things line up, then we will find the budget. And mm. we will find the budget from media partners or we'll find the budget from members who are yeah. willing to contribute. It's a little bit like AdNet Zero. We had nothing. Mm. And now you know people are, are signing up and it's crowdfunded AdNet Zero. Mm. That's the whole point of it. Um, so you know, if people are willing to, to take part in something that promotes our country for the better, mm. then you know, it's a bit like you know, one of the things that we are doing that doesn't cost us any more necessarily is that by jo joining the EFI um, awards network, as we have as a partner, it means that our marketeers and our agency folk get to judge EFIs all over the world. Mm, yeah. And already our reputation as judges of effective marketing is going through the right. roof because yeah. of it. And partly, and we have this wonderful advantage because we speak English and all the FE judging is in English, doesn't matter what country you're in. So we have that natural advantage. But sorry, that's not quite true in a lot of countries. In some countries, it, it, most of the countries mm. it's in English. 
So, so we, we, we are now sending people virtually to the States to, you know, to judge global right. campaigns. Now, what does that mean? One, we get known on a global stage because we're very articulate and, and, and as I say, we, we have great insights. But secondly, they bring back those insights to yeah, our yeah, yeah. So it's it's actually there's lots of different ways that you can um, that you can do this sort of international exposure. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, I'm not going to keep it too much longer, but like open question to both. Uh, like I, I guess we the industry here is behind it now so good. Is have you got any feedback on on this as as a as a platform from? you know, from people in other markets, any of the work you've done, have you got, has anyone seen it over London or even the diaspora? How has it been received by people? Is Are people genuinely supportive of it and think it's good? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, it's without doubt, I mean, uh, uh, anyone that is exposed to the idea, no more than yourself, immediately mm. goes, fantastic, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, we could certainly do with... Uh, it would be amazing to have some funds to actually promote this. And like I say, yeah. who, who knows? Maybe maybe, um, maybe the, the government might pop in straight after this call to, uh, to send us off to the east coast of America. Um, to uh, but but yeah, I mean, it, it is it is it's it's very uh, popular among the industry here mm. at home. It's really supported by the whole. Like creative directors feel a great ownership. Yeah. They feel it's theirs. Um, so, um, so yeah, I think it's 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 certainly proving popular anyone to, to anyone that's exposed to it. Yeah, no, it sounds brilliant. And, and I, I know in terms of the marketing of it, and and you know this as well. Like like given the tone or or there's certain certain irreverence or cheekiness, one strategically placed billboard can can travel a long way. Yeah. Given the industry that we're in, because it will be picked up by the marketing community in the UK <laughs> and further afield. So, um, yeah. you I always think that as well. Like, um. The restriction of budget is it quite it actually unleashes different kind of creative solutions because you have when you have yeah. when you have the luxury of, of of large budget budgets you don't have to try that hard you know I found that in clients yeah. where we're really restricted and things you do better work um we we spoke earlier on about like this creativity is in our DNA um I also think so I've seen this myself I'm giving you an example like modesty is 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 in our DNA just as an Irish yeah. we just don't like to shout about how good we are we have these competitions. Global initiatives and density, um, you know, we've had them Route 500. And you, you kind of tell people it's only available to the top 2% of talent. So put your hand up if you think you want to get involved. You, you present it in Ireland, not one person enters. Oh, I wouldn't be good enough for that. You present it in the States. You've got everyone in the company says, yeah, I'm on that. I'm good enough for that. Yeah, we just have yeah. that modesty. We don't. Well, that's that's why Sean and I exist, because we're the chief cheerleaders. Yeah, but it is something that it doesn't come naturally to us. And yet, like, yeah. I, I've always, I've always kind of um, been... I, I, I suppose never felt that Ireland was good enough and I, I'd be kind of a little bit intimidated by the lads in London, mm. Dentsu and pitches yeah. like that. And then I've started to see we can do some of this here. We And we are now doing yeah. stuff in, in Ireland. Like we've, at the Dentsu Global Awards, 150 countries and it's open to anybody and Ireland won a Grand Prix two years in a row. Um, yeah. And like everyone was going first year, what is that? How are you doing this? And and actually, when you start to see that, you know what, we, we can do things here as good as well, if not better um, than other people, we're just not probably not great at shouting about it. To be honest with you, so I mean, we don't have uh, that it, swagger, it's, it's, right? We definitely don't have yeah. that swagger. And I are I happy? Is this something I are, are trying to promote on the within the individual agencies as well as the collective um, and help? Yes, you know, give I us a bit so. of confidence. I mean, I think 
I think it starts with the people. Mm. So I think, you know, it starts at the top and it and it starts and it starts at the top and, and obviously you've got to do it at the bottom. So there's so much that IAPI are doing in terms of confidence boosting principles. So, you know, that that whole piece from the leaders about, you know, I suppose showcasing them as prime examples mm. of of what what this industry can look like. I mean, I always talk about the collaboration amongst leaders in this industry industry leading to really great thinking and really great leadership qualities. Um, unlike really a huge number of countries. I mean, I've just come back from a European meeting of my counterparts. And, you know, I talk about some of the work we do here and they're all absolutely gobsmacked mm. at one, how much we get done because we're so tiny, but also how much we punch above our weight. Yeah. You know, and and that's because of the leaders in this amazing industry, because they are so willing to look beyond the day-to-day mm. and to fight for for what they believe in. And then you've got the kind of creative spirit, which is, as you said, that is the one that I think needs the most confidence boosting. And mm. a lot of the work we're doing, particularly with females, is, is, yeah, yeah. is giving them that confidence and trying to remove the imposter syndrome. I don't know how prevalent it is within the male cohort, but 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 I know that when you talk to individual men about it, they will mm. agree. Oh, they yeah, also sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's far more prevalent than you might think amongst everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, there's lots of things that we try and do for confidence, regardless of whether you're creative or not. There's a confidence-building piece that needs to be done across the entire Irish business community. Yeah, there's no doubt it is changing. And, you know, one, certainly it's a small but not insignificant factor, is the amount of um, non-Irish people that yeah. work in senior positions now and people that have come from abroad. And, and they're coming back in going, whoa, you know, why aren't we yeah. getting up there and chatting? And, you know, I, I, I have to give credit. There's a couple of agencies, um, you know, and I... I um, really just say that leading by example when it comes to proudly promoting themselves mm. certainly Droga 5 formerly Rothko yeah. you know Boys and Girls Publicist Dublin and even you know the public house in terms yeah, of just, just 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 not being afraid and I, I have to say to see the size and confidence of the Irish industry's presence in Cannes this year was absolutely mm. incredible I mean 10 years ago you probably could have counted on one hand the yeah. Irish presence in Cannes so you know I mean look the can lines are without question the Oscars of advertising and we've won at every single can consistently mm. since 2018 unheard of you know so so as an uh, you know I happy we will definitely continue to promote and encourage and advise people with regard to entering can yeah I mean and you're right though as well because I mean until you see, I mean, the pioneers and the agencies have gone on and won international work. I don't like, but you, you're not going to win if you don't put yourself forward. So, all it takes is one or two to do it right, to go out there and do it, and then you, and then because we all know people in other agencies, and then you go, you know what, maybe, and and that kind of someone else kind of blazing that trail, and and I happy promoting that and kind of showcasing that. It kind of you, you need one, and you, you need one person, and even yeah. if that applies to kind of. Um, women in leadership within the industry in creative roles, you, you just need to kind of showcase the people who are doing it to give other people, to empower other people and to inspire them to feel that they can do it as well. So, yeah. Um, 
Well, look, I've taken I've taken up enough of your time, but that's oh, it sounds like a great, a, a brilliant initiative. It is a brilliant initiative, um, and I'm glad I know a lot about it. And you know, we'll the media agencies get behind this and support it as well. And everybody um, who's involved in in the community should should get involved and support it as best they can, even if that just means you see things. Whatever this stunt, this campaign looks like in London. Just when you see it, you share it, you get it out there because I say one billboard can travel to millions if we all kind of just yeah. even do something simple as kind of like it, comment and get behind it. So um, thank you so much for joining me today. That was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. And thank I feel, you so much, I've ha- I had a pitch today Thanks, and I was a bit Dave. tired, but I, I feel um, <laughs> enthused. I feel enthused again. So I'll crash again now in about brilliant. 10 minutes time, but Fantastic. I really enjoyed that. So thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Thanks, Thank Dave. you very much, Dave. No problem. And thanks to uh, thanks to our partners in the Irish Times Media Solutions and thanks to Andrea on Sound and Care and Marketing. If you like this episode, listen back to any of our, I don't know many it is now, 80-odd episodes. You'll find them by typing Irish Times Inside Marketing into your search engine of choice. So until next time, get out, support your industry and check out the details for this and get people involved who you might know involved in the agencies or not to enter in the competition. So until next time, thanks for listening. Inside Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Dentsu and Irish Times Media Solutions.